A reading from the second book of Maccabees. It happened that seven brothers with their mother were arrested and tortured with whips and scourges by the king to force them to eat pork in violation of God's law. Most admirable and worthy of everlasting remembrance was the mother who saw her seven sons perish in a single day, yet bore it courageously because of her hope in the Lord. Filled with a noble spirit that stirred her womanly heart with manly courage, she exhorted each of them in the language of their ancestors with these words, I do not know how you came into existence in my womb. It was not I who gave you the breath of life, nor was it I who set it in order, the elements of which each of you is composed. Therefore, since it is the creator of the universe who shapes each man's beginning, and he brings him about the origin of everything, he in his mercy will give you back both breath and life, because you now disregard yourselves for the sake of his law. Antaeus, suspecting insult in her words, thought he was being ridiculed. As the younger brother was still alive, the king appealed to him, not with mere words, but with promises and oath, to make him rich and happy if he would abandon his ancestral customs. He would make him his friend and entreat and trust him with his high office. When the youth paid no attention to him at all, the king appealed to his mother, urging her to advise her boy to save his life. After he had urged her for a long time, she went through the motions of persuading her son. In derision of the cruel tyrant, she leaned over close to her son and said in his native language, in their native language, Son, have pity on me, who carried you in my womb for nine months, nursed you for three years, brought you up, educated, and supported you to your present age. I beg you, child, to look at the heavens and the earth, to see all that is in them. Then you will know that God did not make them out of existing things, and in the same way the human race came into existence. Do not be afraid of this executioner, but be worthy of your brothers and accept death so that in the time of mercy I may receive you again with them. She had scarcely finished speaking when the youth said, What are you waiting for? I will not obey the king's commands. I obey the command of the law given to our fathers through Moses. But you, who have contrived every kind of affliction for the Hebrews, will not escape the hands of God. The word of the Lord. Lord, when your glory appears, my joy will be full. Lord, when your glory appears, my joy will be full. Hear, O Lord, a just suit. Attend to my outcry. Hearken to my prayer from the lips without deceit. Lord, when your glory appears, my joy will be full. My steps have been steadfast in your paths. My feet have not faltered. I will call upon you and you will answer me. O God, incline your ear to me. Hear my word. Lord, when your glory appears, my joy will be full. Keep me as the apple of your eye. Hide me in the shadow of your wings. But I, in justice, shall behold your face. On waking, I shall be content in your presence. Lord, when your glory appears, my joy will be full. My brothers and sisters, may our Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. When a people were listening to Jesus speak, he proceeded to tell a parable because he was near Jerusalem, and they thought that the kingdom of God would appear immediately. 
So he said, A nobleman went off to a distant country to obtain the kingship for himself and then to return. He called ten of his servants and gave them ten coins and told them, Engage in trade with these until I return. His fellow citizens, however, despised him and sent a delegation after him to announce, We do not want this man to be our king. And when he returned after obtaining the kingship, he had the servants called to whom he had given the money to learn what they had gained by trading. The first came forward and said, Sir, your gold coin has earned you ten additional ones. He said, he replied, Well done, good servant. You have been faithful in this very small matter. Take charge of ten cities. Then the second came and reported, Your coin, sir, has earned five more. And to this servant he too said, Take charge of five cities. Then the other servant came and said, Here, sir, here is your gold coin. I kept it stored away in a handkerchief. For I was afraid of you because you are a demanding man. You take what you did not lay down. You harvest what you did not plant. He said to him, With your own words I shall condemn you, you wicked servant. You know that I am a demanding man, taking up what I did not lay down and harvesting what I did not plant. Why did you not put my money in a bank? Then on my return I would have collected it with interest. And to those standing by he said, Take the gold coin from him and give it to the servant who has ten. But they said to him, Sir, he has ten cold coins. He replied, I tell you, to everyone who has, more will be given. But from the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away. Now, as for those enemies of mine who did not want me to be their king, bring them here and slay them before me. After he had said this, he proceeded on his journey up Jerusalem. The Gospel of the Lord. And so the gospel we dealt with on Sunday from the Matthew's version, this is the Luke's version, but let's focus for a moment on the first reading from Maccabees. And you see the mother who lost her seven sons and how she encourages them to give up their life for Christ. And it all becomes that very rare in the Old Testament. They didn't have a developed vision of afterlife like we do in the New Testament because of Jesus' resurrection. But she says, uh, she exhorted them, I do not know how you came into existence and how you gave breath, but I know that when you give your breath and life, God will give you back. He'll give you back life is what she's saying. That somehow she knew that even watching her seven sons die, that God always wins. She didn't despair. In fact, she sits there and was talked earlier how she courageously because of her hope that here is a woman that had such hope that she could watch seven of her boys killed could you imagine those of you who are parents just watching one child killed and yet to go through seven to watch six and then tell your seventh go for it it's time for you to die too <sighs> how hard that would be and yet she was a woman of hope hope can get us through anything. May you know his love today and forever. Amen. Let's stand and pray. We pray as always for our Holy Father, Pope Francis. We pray for all bishops, priests, religious women, men, and deacons that they all would do God's holy will and not their own and be people of grace.